Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. to do a mid-year refresh at this time and so I've brought all the goodies to get all shamanic with you um, as we uh, do a little drum journey to just see what clarity might come from spirit from source about the remainder of the year so this is being recorded July 4th 2023 you can use this mid-year vision quest, you know, show at any time. Um, but before we do anything, I want to get right down to it. If you're new here, welcome in. You've picked a very powerful show to join us at. Maybe you were guided here and you've never been here before. Settle in. If you've been with us for a while, then you know... Um, how much I enjoy having you here in the TLC for the Soul community. Welcome you in. And thank you all so much for being here with me. Before we go any further, I want to wrap us all in love light and light love. Inviting in the guides who overlight this show. Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, the Pleiadians, <clears throat> our shamanic guides. Mm. Just taking a minute to see who's coming in. I've got my shamanic elf guide, Elena. Got wolf shifters. Yeah, those are the ones that normally show up among others. And invite in your own guide, set your own sacred space. If you need to pause this show, get yourself whatever you need. Um, I've got so much stuff here. I better get started. Um, I do have, it's a dreary July 4th. It's nice and rainy and gray outside right now. I've got some candles already burning and I've got our newest candle. For those of you, I don't know how this comes through. This is Aloha Sands, coconut, pineapple, and wood. I said either on the week ahead uh, reading that I did over on Instagram, I'm like, what kind of wood would that be? Driftwood? Let's see if I can get all the candles. But Aloha, you know us here on the show and our Aloha spirit. And I've got some sage. I'm just going to get us all into sacred space. We are doing a vision quest, right? So typically, there's a lot of preparation that goes into a vision quest. A lot of fasting for many days and all that. So we're not doing all that. 
Um, but if you want to do that, that's fine. If you're guided to pause this show and spend several days, um, you know, fasting or preparing, you know, so be it. Come back to it whenever you so desire. So we've got a little white sage going on here. I'm sorry, my dog's looking at me like, uh, you're burning that smoke that I don't like. We're just going to burn a little bit. The, there's actually a fan on, so it's not going towards her. <laughs> All right, we've got the white sage. A little bit for me, a little bit for our space, a little bit for the altar. <laughs> a little bit for you, if you're listening. Welcome to all my podcast friends. No matter what podcast provider you're listening on, try to provide a sensory auditory experience as well as a visual experience for those watching on YouTube. Okay. The other thing I was guided to bring in, I've got the drum. The other thing I was guided to bring in, <clears throat> if you're new to shamanic work, and I don't think a lot of you are new, but maybe some of you are, um, I have one of my journey boxes. So I have one that's very personal to me. I really wouldn't show it. Show it. Um, and this one feels like it wants to be more of like a little community journey box. It's, it's, it's okay if I show it and show what's inside. So um, when I first started doing shamanic journeys, I created these little journey boxes. So they were just some little token that I could take with me physically and metaphorically, um, the teacher that I was working with a lot at the time um, kind of did the same thing. She had a lot of medicine bags and journey boxes. <coughs> so I was guided to create a few of my own. I have like a few crane bags and medicine pouches um, and things. So this is just an example of one journey box. Um, this was part of a package that someone sent me with a bunch of cool little things inside. Um, but you just put, and part of what is so appealing about these is like they can be so grounding because whatever you put inside, the scent, it's very olfactory, right? The scent stays in there. And when I open these boxes, the scent of them just reminds me of shamanism and shamanic journey and earth guardianship and all these things. And, um... This one has a little pouch of more um, white sage, and it's more of like a little potpourri pouch. And there were some other, um, there's mugwort and stuff in here. There's some other stuff this person put in here. I can't remember offhand exactly what everything is, but it just smells so good. And then just things that mean something to you. So I've got some little stickers of like, um, you know who these are, <laughs> hummingbirds, you can't see. I just saw 654, a little countdown on the thing. So there's some little bird stickers. And it seems like each box, a little spirit animal comes along. Uh, my other box is not necessarily birds related. This one has a little owl feather that I put in. Um, there was a time way back where I just was finding owl feathers and owls everywhere. So I've got a lot of owls. Um, there's some little perfume. I don't even know what this one is. There's some little perfume samples. Right, stuff's just in here. Um, there's a lot of little stones. 
There's a, a leopard skin jasper, a raw piece of leopard skin jasper. There is a um, piece of smoky quartz. There's a tiger's eye. So, you know, if you are guided to create one of these rose quartz and one of my favorite little crystal points, it's like a polished clear quartz crystal point. And it's just, I don't know, there's something about the way it's shaped. I just like to hold it and like during your journey, you may be guided to like hold a stone when you come back from journey to ground yourself. That's why there's different types of stones in here. Um, oh yeah. There's some other little stones, some other little shamanic stones. They're those seer stones. I forget their names. The something quartz, L not lapidolite, but lodolite. Thank you. All right, and then there's just rose petal, dried roses and stuff in here. And the one thing that I did want to pull out and use for right now to anoint <clears throat> ourselves is my um, Elder Council oil from uh, Sage Goddess. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me, a ceremonial potion. So Athena was one of my very first spiritual teachers way, way back when my journey first started in, what was it, like 2013? And so I had a lot of her stuff. And this one has, I know, sage and Palo Santo and tobacco in it. And look, I've hardly ever used it. I've had it for a really long time. So we're going to anoint with some of this uh, Elder Council. That's what she used to call her um, like journey. Her, she was like a quarterly journey. It was called Elder Council. Oh, it smells so good. It smells so good. And the bottles are like an interesting color. If you're watching, it's like a frosted green. Oh my gosh. So these are things, right? Like <clears throat> these are like things you, that are gonna go with me like through my this bottle of Elder Council could last the rest of my life. You know what I mean? It's like you're only putting it on. So it's, these are like special little boxes. And if, you know, later on in life, there's a special little someone, uh, maybe a younger person who um, wants to learn about the craft or whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> excuse me, shamanism, <clears throat> then you've got a special little box that could be something you hand down to someone. I know I'm making a little power box for my son. I'm filling it with things and working with it for him. <clears throat> he comes and looks at it every now and then, but right now, you know, it's not a big deal to him. But later on, it may be something special. All right. <clears throat> I'm trying to, I want to just check in with the guides and see what they want me to do first. Draw the cards or do the journey first. So let me just see. Okay, so they're saying cards. So we're gonna draw some cards first and get you know, clear intention about what this journey is all about. <clears throat> if I can stop clearing my throat. Okay, the guides at the beginning of the year asked us to do a mid-year refresh is what they're calling it. 
So that is the intent of this journey. It could be to get, um, some, you know, you can set some of your own personal intentions. It could be to get some guidance or clarity about the rest of the year. <clears throat> Maybe check in with your guides on the goals that you set at the beginning of the year and say, like, does this still stand? You know, we're into like month seven now. Doesn't matter what hemisphere you're in. Um, in terms of manifesting, though, yeah, we're headed up, we're on almost to August 1st, which is Lunasa in the Northern Hemisphere, coming into spring, early spring. So it's a good time to do this. I got a brand new deck specifically, 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 there goes the beater. There goes the beater, which probably means I'm not supposed to use it. They did tell me I should probably use my hand on the drum, which I like to do anyway. But I got a new deck for us to use specifically, specifically for these purposes. Um, it's called Vision Quest Tarot. <clears throat> it's an older deck, I think from the 80s. Produced by someone, some company in Germany. But I thought I read somewhere that the copyright was 1980-something. Anyway, it's still out there on Amazon. Yeah, 19, oh, 1998, and then, oh, reproduced in 2016. So, yeah, because it's still out there on Amazon. Vision Quest Tarot. We're going to pull a few cards, and I do, this is another one of my teaching decks. I do like to read from the book from, the, from this deck because this is, this is a Native American-inspired deck. It's also a very... Um, truth-telling deck, kind of like calling you out on the carpet, so to speak. So, uh, you know, like, are you not lying to yourself, but are you not being true to yourself about something? Um, is there something you need to see that maybe you're avoiding seeing? Like this deck will kind of call you out on that. So let's take a look. This is for everybody here. Before we go into our drum journey, what does everybody need to be aware of or know about? You know, take what resonates and leave the rest. The card we got is Mother of Earth. So I'm going to put this up to the camera. I know if you're listening, you can't see it, but there's a, don't focus on me, focus on the card. There's like a mother and son, very Native American looking mother and son wrapped in a handmade, like a woven blanket, sitting outside under a tree with some, you know, handmade pottery in front of them. Mm, I feel like this is very much what we were just talking about, like leaving legacies behind. Um, yeah, leaving legacies behind and mm, I feel like it's not just the divine. Obviously, it's not just the divine feminine that does that, but this card feels very divine feminine in nature. Um, let's see what the um, book has to say for Mother of Earth. It's so dark outside. I can't see. Kinship, nurturing, generosity, physical health, fertility, connection to nature, sometimes needless self-sacrifice. 
The inner message is it is essential that you tune into your body right now and listen to what it needs. By taking better care of yourself, you strengthen your entire network of connections and relations. Begin by being very kind to yourself. Then the circle of giving and taking will at last become complete. Then there is harmony all around and you will feel the added strength you sorely need to fulfill your worldly responsibilities. I can keep smelling this elder council. Oh, it smells so good. Outward manifestation to care for others takes a lot of strength. Therefore, it is essential to maintain a healthy balance. Nobody is better off when you collapse just because you can't stop helping everyone in need. Your task now is to find a resting point within yourself. Even though an infinite power resides within you, a human body can only go this far. Kindly respect its natural limits, then you will have all the strength in the world at your disposal. All right, so I think some of you maybe have been from the beginning of the year, like burning the candle at both ends, trying to um, work on those goals and complete those tasks and get things done. And um, Spirit will step in and redirect you. Um, I know every day I've been doing like not so much running anymore. It's more, I, I like to do power walk. I like the sound power walking. Um, it's not as fast, but um, it's more sustainable for me because I can do it every day. I can do my mile every day rather than when I was running like a mile and a half or so. It, I, I, there was, I couldn't do it every day for whatever reason. Um, it just wasn't sustainable, but, and I've been doing, I've been able to do a lot of hill work with this power walking, um, this, the hills over to the medicine wheel. Cause I do the, now there's no freaking snow. The hill to the medicine, the hills, the trail to the medicine wheel is open and, um, it's very hilly and very wavy trail through the nature to the medicine wheel that's behind the house. And, um, so I've been doing it every day. But days come along like today where it's kind of rainy and cloudy and I'll, I will 24, not 24 seven, but I will don't mind working out in any kind of weather unless it's like over a certain temperature, but I can remember running in the negatives and then like negative 10, I was, I was running. So, but if it gets too hot, no, but today it got all rainy and cloudy and I was driving, doing a little morning drive with the dog. We would do a little morning drive, like my little mental health morning drive, listening to music and stuff. And, um, I just felt so sleepy at the wheel and we just go around town a little bit, you know, up and down some streets and stuff. And when I came back, I was like, I'm going to lay down and go to sleep. And, and then I sat for a minute and regrouped and I was like, no, I want to really want to do the vision quest for all of us, you know, for you, for me, um, to see what spirit has to say. But today was really a day where I feel like, um, at least this morning, I think it's going to be, so they stepped in, spirit stepped in and created like a little cloudy, you know, um, giving me a little bit of a break. So I don't, I mean, it's not every day I have to like push my body so hard. Right. So let that speak to you. I know many of you listening, especially I can't speak for the divine masculine listening, but I have, um, you know, talked to some of the divine feminine listening and I know you guys really push yourselves hard all year long. Um, so if you do, then any divine masculine, um, friends, uh, here on the channel listening, I know you guys actually know you guys do too maybe in different ways, um, but nonetheless, um, part of this mid-year refresh, like I said, is probably a time to maybe to do a little personal vision quest after this group one, um, 
where you um, schedule, you know, I'm recording this on a holiday, where you schedule a couple of days off for yourself and just take it easy. All right, and then this Vision Quest deck likes to work alongside this Tarot at the End of the Rainbow deck. So let's get one more. I have decks that like to work together and I have some decks that don't like to work together. They're like, don't put us together. Something about the energy between the decks does not like to be working together. Oh yeah, see, it's the same message. We got the Temperance card. Oh, it's with blurry with the camera. Okay, this is a brand new phone. <clears throat> and this is the Temperance card. It's like a mermaid. Uh, sitting on a rock in this deck, doing the typical, you know, what is that? Like the bases of water in and out. It's a very balanced energy, very earthy. All right. So are we ready for the drum journey? Okay, they're saying we are. All right, so I've got our friend, our friendly drum. Um, this drum was made specifically for playing for community, soul family. A lot of little spirit friends in the head of this drum. If you're looking at the video. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna try not to drum too loudly because I know over the microphone, sometimes it can sound distorted and that can kind of mess up your journey. So I'm gonna to try to jump. Why are you looking at me like that? You okay? Where's my dog looking at me so funny? It's the drum. It's not something, it's not scary. It's okay. She has a very hang dog look. Okay, I love you. Oh, I kind of woke her up with this drum. All right, so anyway. However you journey, if I wasn't needing to be in front of the camera, I would probably be up moving about. I like to do more active journeys. You may want to pause this. And um, lately, Sundays has been my shamanic um, recuperation day, so to speak. And I'll do a walking drum journey where I'll just put on the journey and I go back to all my old Sandra Ingerman classes that I took and, and listen to those as I'm walking in the medicine wheel on Sundays with my walking stick and my medicine pouch and so forth um, with a little bit of a different vibe on Sundays. Um, so do this journey as you see fit. If you want to do a walking journey, pause me, get your little medicine pouch together and head out somewhere um, and just do more of a walking journey where you're obviously your eyes are open and maybe the messages are coming to you more in the you know visuals that you see around you versus in your mind or however that works for you. If you wanna lay down, the, the, the thing happening with the laying down sometimes is you're, you're gonna fall, you know, you could potentially fall asleep, but maybe then the visions will come in a dream state or some visions that you'll see as you're falling, as you're nodding off. Um, I also like to like, set a safe space in the room that I'm in. Like I have this big carpet in front of me. And sometimes I'll do moving journeys where I'll close my eyes or put on an eye mask and go into my um, space that I like to journey in on the 5D. And I'll move about that space, but I'll just, for safety's sake, so I'm not, because one time I did like, I'll run into a wall or whatever, but like, 
move around on the carpet as if I'm moving through that 5D place, that 5D plane, and working with my guides in that way. So just a couple of different suggestions for you. I'm gonna be quiet now. Let's take about two or three deep breaths together. And then this is a guided journey. I'm gonna guide you in. So let's take a deep breath in. Hold. And exhale through the mouth. Let's take another deep breath in. Hold. And exhale. One more deep breath in. Hold. And exhale. Oh my gosh. This elder council, I just cannot stop talking about it enough. You might want to go take a look on the Sage Goddess website if it speaks to you. She always has it. It's called Elder Council. Under the perfumes. All right, friends. So let's just close our eyes or if you're walking, let's just be in the space that you're in and then allow yourself to kind of move outside of yourself in a sense, going down this path to move out of the space that you're in this little sacred path that's going to unfold itself before you. You're walking to meet me in the sacred grove. You're going to convene there, but keep your eyes and your master ears, your master eyes, your master senses open for anything sacred fire circle. We're all going to convene together in a sacred circle, the shamanic fire circle. For a moment, we're all going to join hands in a circle as one heart, one love. Hey, 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 hey,
drop hands and go find yourself a little space somewhere to just hang out for a minute. So we invite in a guide who's going to take you on this vision quest. This could be your power animal or a spirit guide that you worked with all of your life. Could be some new guide showing up. quiet here for a moment let the guides come in and allow them to lead you somewhere I don't want to say where although some of you your guide could take you to lower earth in which case they'll have you go down maybe the roots of a tree or through a hole in the ground some guides may want to walk with you in what we call middle earth upper worlds, up to the crystalline cities, the angelic kingdoms. Just allow yourself to be guided and led. Allow that guide to come in now. We're just going to drum here for a moment as that guide is going to come in, lead you to where you need to be for this vision quest based on the intentions that we set at the beginning or that you're setting right now for what you most need to know regarding this mid-year refresh. So you're going to be with your guide there, see what you need to see, and then I will start doing a callback for you. So we're going to all end up coming back to this sacred circle.
way you came. Thank you guys for sharing these messages with you. As they lead you back to the shamanic fire circle. fingers and toes. I want to grab your journey box. I don't know. It's Elder Council. <laughs> I just can't. So like, I like to get the little, the little bag of herbs. Oh, and my owl feather came out. I just like to smell the little bag of herbs. Oh, it smells so good. Help ground in, maybe touch a little like leopard skin jasper. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. These little elder councils, whatever you want to, whatever, these little vision quests, I'll call them vision quests. We'll probably start doing, I don't know how, maybe quarterly. And I just kind of get, just ground in. Remember the messages. You may want to, we didn't have you bring a notebook and a pen or something to write on, but you may want to, oh, this smells so good, jot down the messages that you received. Oh my gosh. I could live inside this journey box. It just smells so good. It's like I don't want to leave it. Mmm, smells so good. I do keep it on my altar space all the time, so... So do what you need to do to ground back in. Got one thing left here. We're going to, um, they had me pick up the Thunder Rose collection, my book, The Stallion Returns. I'm just gonna do a little intuitive reading to kind of bring you back in. Close, what? Don't, there's no need to, <laughs> the funniest dog. Whew. It's like gruff being gruff. Ugh. She's just laying down, but like she's gonna bark. There's nothing out there. No, 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 no barking. No, 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 no. All right, thank you, goodbye. All right, let's do, 
just intuitively just rifle, ruffle the pages. What do our friends most need to know to close out this shamanic vision, this mid-year refresh shamanic vision quest? The right side of the page. <clears throat> so Moxie and Diego, these uh, they are they are I don't know if they're twin flames. But they are romantic partners in this book. I haven't explored their characters enough to know that they are. But they are on horseback and they're riding through, they're going on a little ride through the ranch, through Thunder Rose Ranch, which is a very big ranch, like 600 acres. And Diego says, let's stop here for a while, he said, stopping his horse to look out over the vista Whew, I thought you'd never say that, Moxie said, laughing. I guess it's been longer than I thought, she said, rubbing her lower back. She had forgotten how riding could leave the back and bottom smarting if you hadn't been up on a horse for a while. She dismounted and looked out over the peaceful scenery. Now this is something else, she said, happier now than she had been in a while. I really needed this, Diego. Thank you, she said, moving closer to him. I need to get serious for a moment, she said, getting a little nervous again. Sit down with me, she said, spreading a blanket down on the hard grass and pulling out the secret basket of goodies she had asked Marguerite to pack for them. He sat a little bewildered about what this serious conversation could be. Is everything okay with you, he asked, hoping she wasn't going to tell him she wanted more space or worse yet, that she was leaving again. I have a business proposition for you, she said, working up the nerve to continue. I want to get away from Diamond and the Pink Lady for good, and I think you can help me with a plan to make that happen. She paused to gaze his reaction and only saw attentive blue eyes watching her. So she continued. The only way Diamond lets a girl off the hook, so to speak, is if they're married or pregnant. And I'm definitely not pregnant, she laughed nervously. Diego, will you marry me? There she had said it and almost faltered, uncertain of his true feelings for her. Hmm. There's a lot going on there. Um, so as we do with any of our stories that we do in the week ahead stories and the monthly storytellings and the Spectrum Book Coven stories, you know, Take what metaphors stand out to you from this, but there's definitely talking about partnerships. Um, and I have to go, you know how they have me always talking about Twin Flames lately. We're doing the whole Twin Flame 2.0 series on the podcast and over on my Loveland Tarot channel. Um, but typically, maybe they are Twin Flames because typically a Twin Flame relationship is all about, um, it's not just about the romance, it's about a soul mission together. Um, and it looks like, you know, there's a lot going on in here about, you know, taking time out to relax together. And they go on a, this little picnic and um, just enjoy each other's company. And if you're not a twin flame, because all of you here are not, you know, then maybe it's time to just take yourself. We talked about this too in the Week Ahead story the other day. It's like maybe just take yourself a little picnic basket and go on a little picnic somewhere. Um, if there's a horse that you can ride, you know, <clears throat> Well, that sounds like fun. Um, getting away from it all for a little bit. Um, and then apparently getting down to business as well because now 
Um, so I think that's what this mid-year is all about. It's like taking a little bit of time for yourself, um, allowing yourself to regroup, refresh, restate your goals um, for the what's coming ahead. Because um, I will share that Spirit did say, in as because I was questing along with you, that everything that I was doing for goals and all of that was fine. Like I was on the, you know, on the right track and so everything, so to speak. So I feel like we're on the right track. You may be on the right track, <clears throat> but you just may need to take a step back a little bit, rest, regroup, refresh for that push, that, that remaining push forward. Um, if we're in the I don't know. I never stop working on my goals and stuff. It's just a year long, you know, 24 seven kind of thing. But there are times of the year when um, there's more fire and impetus and, and push from just the natural order of things to get you to keep going and keep moving forward. In the north, that's like really started with, you know, Beltane and the summer solstice all the way through to Samhain. Um, it's it starts to slowly wind down um, at August 1st at Lunessa um, towards, you know, final harvest um, through Maybon and the autumn equinox. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Maybe there's some new business partnerships or soulmate relationships or twin flame unions happening where it's not just going to be your solo mission that you're working on. It's going to be your solo mission plus the dual mission that you have together with this new soul contract that might be coming in for you. There's a huge energetic shift happening this month with the nodes of fate shifting into Aries and Libra. It's going to bring about a whole new bunch of energies for folks moving ahead. Um, that happens on 717, which for me is a, is a master number about forward motion and moving ahead. So I know there may be some things you've been, that have been on your goals list for a while that are going to start manifesting around this time as well. So I hope you enjoyed this vision quest. I'd like to do more of them for us. I'd like to, you know, the show keep the show balanced between some different themes, but shamanism, shamanic work, um, working with um, <clears throat> all of those guys that surround me um, is something I really love to do. So let's take a deep breath together. I'm going to send you back out there into your regular day um, with love and gratitude for being part of the TLC for the Soul community, part of the family. So we will see you all again very, very soon. Take care. This episode of Shaman's Drum has been brought to you by the Navajo Wind Talkers, an etheric group of First Nations medicine people here to assist humanity in healing and rising to higher levels of consciousness. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode. We will see you again next time. Take care.